I'll invite Pastor Mike and Sherry to come and be seated with us. We are, are, are greatly honored to have Pastor Mike and Sherry. I've known them a long time. They served in our Kentucky Conference of the United Methodist Church, and then in 2006, they felt the call to go to Thailand. And they were the first missionaries that were sent on behalf of the United Methodist Church to the country of Thailand to start the first United Methodist Church. And so they have been there for 18 years now. Uh, God has blessed them, and God has used them. Uh, they served in my same district where I used to be pastor in LaRue County. And Pastor Sherry was at this small little church that I pastored, uh, Levelwoods Methodist Church. It's, it's celebrating over 200 years. Um, one of the oldest Methodist church state of Kentucky. There were about 20 people. And they would always, always give me four Hershey chocolates and a water and a, a biscuit to drive as I drove back to my, pre, my other church. So, but we were very privileged to, to have that humble beginning in that small little country church. So... We thank God for that. But you will be blessed today as they come and share today. I want to just read a scripture, and then I will invite them to come and speak. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors of, for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See now is the acceptable time. See now is the day of salvation. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's give them a Georgetown first welcome. It is so wonderful being home here in Kentucky and worshiping with you in the English language. That's a real treat for us, let me tell you. So, uh, yeah, we've, we're just honored to serve as your ambassadors of Christ, bringing the message of reconciliation, the good news, the love of Jesus Christ to Thai people. And it would not be possible without your prayers and your financial support that makes this mission possible. So every, there you go. I'm going to be talking about the Pioneer Pastor Program, which is really the purpose for what we sent to Thailand for, was to plant churches in unreached areas of Thailand. And then Sherry's going to talk about the Blessing Home Centers, our anti-trafficking ministry that saves and protects children from being trafficked in the child sex and drug trades, and also the Abundant Life Financial Ministries program. Thailand, which is there in that blue oval there, is a part of a very strategic place to do missions that we missionaries call the 1040 window. 
The 1040 window is all those nations in Africa and Asia between the 10th and 40th parallels where Christianity is either non-existent or a very tiny, tiny minority of the population. And it's a very strategic place for doing missions for three reasons. One is that most of the world's population lives there. Two-thirds of the people on the planet live in that window. And if you're going to do ministry with those that are the poorest of the poor, meaning those families, whole households that live on $1.25 or less per day, I don't know about you, the last time I was at Kroger, that didn't buy much. 80% of those that live at the worst poverty, level one poverty, live in this window. And the vast majority of the world's unreached, three billion people live in this window in places where there are no Christians or the Christian population is below 2%. And they have no chance in most of those places of hearing the good news of Jesus Christ. Now what's really interesting in American churches of all denominations is that Americans, for our giving towards missions, you know, whether it be giving towards a ministry or supporting a missionary or sending mission teams, out of every dollar that Americans give towards missions, less than one penny makes it into this window. Isn't that odd? being that it has most of the world's population, most of the world's poorest of the poor, most of the world's unreached. But I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that you are not a typical church. You are extraordinary because you do support missions in that 1040 window when you support Thailand now and other ministries there. And so I just want to thank you for being that extraordinary church. And we have a lot of people in Thailand, 71.5 million people uh, and not much elbow room there, and most of them are Buddhist people. 94% are Buddhist, 5% Muslim, and only 1.2% is Christian. Now, when we started out uh, 18 years ago, it was 0.4%, so the Christian population has tripled during that time. So we just want to praise God. We, we are seeing uh, a real movement of God there. Now, we plant churches in unreached parts of Thailand, we plant a type of church called the three-self church. A three-self church meaning, first of all, that it's self-sufficient. That these pioneer pastor churches are being planted by lay people. Lay people like you. The only difference between you and them is, is that they, these Thai pastors, live in counties that never had a church before. And so they start out Usually they'll contact us and say, you know, Mike Sherry, can you send a pastor to plant a church here? And we'll go, well, how about if we uh, train you and resource you to do a Bible study in your home? You can invite friends, family, and neighbors. And we're going to connect you with the Thai pastor in the Thai church that this Thai pastor is going to mentor you, is going to be with you every step of the way, be in contact with you every day. And that church will send mission teams to do outreach events, and, and, to, and to help you, and they'll do that. And they'll start this Bible study in their home. And, and after three or four months, they grow to 30, 40 people after a year, 40, 50 people. What do you call it when you have 40 or 50 people meeting every Sunday for worship? It's a church. So, so these churches, are, they're self-sufficient just like you. They're also uh, self-leading. 
because of your help, we're able to give these uh, lay pastors a Bible college education, a seminary education, the study their Master of, of, uh, of uh, Divinity degree or their Bachelor of Ministry degree. And so we just want to thank you because it's your giving that helps that to happen. The third self, so it's self-sufficient, self-leading because it's not a missionary that's leading the church, it's a Thai person leading the church. And the third self is that these are self-multiplying. And so usually within the first year or two of a church being planted, that church will go on to help another church get planted. And so we've been there long enough now that we're seeing fourth generation churches being planted. All those white areas that you see on the map are counties in Thailand that don't have a single church. And so that's where we plant churches at. And I, I want to give a shout out to a couple of ministries here. So, because we all, on that mission field, all the different missions work together. And one of the ones that you are helping support is Samaritan's Purse with Operation Christmas Child. I want you to know our churches in Thailand, we get thousands upon thousands of these Christmas boxes. But there's more to it. I think that most of you don't know that you, you think that it's mostly about giving a Christmas gift, but that's only part of the program. With each of those boxes also comes a 13-week Bible study for children. And it's a wonderfully professionally put together one. And so after we've had a community outreach, and we'll have hundreds of people from the villages come in, and we're able to give out presents, we'll also start a Bible study with those kids, a Bible club for the next 13 weeks. And those children are coming to Christ and they're bringing their families to Christ. And it's one of the programs that we use in helping to plant churches in Thailand. So I just wanna thank you because it's much, much more than just giving a gift to a child. It's bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news to people who have not had a chance to hear it before. And I want to give a shout out also to all of you who help support uh, Gideons. Uh, the Gideons, your gift to Gideons for Bibles, I don't know what we would do in Thailand if it weren't for the Gideons. Because people in Thailand, they just couldn't afford Bibles if they didn't have them provided for them. For most Thai people, buying a Bible, it would take them two to three weeks of their salary to buy one. And so I just want to thank you for your support. Most of the Thai people live in places where there is no chance for them to hear the gospel. That's why we need to, we need to plant churches in those places. Romans 10, 13 through 14 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For how can they call on him? to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard him? And how can they, <laughs> excuse me, how can they believe in him if they have not heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? Sort of airtight argument in scripture, isn't it? So, most of the Christians in these new churches are first generation Christians who have come out of a life of Buddhism or Islam to a new life in Jesus Christ. And because of your prayers, we see 
churches being planted, and there's been over 100 churches that have been planted. We've actually lost count after it went above 100. And, uh, and 48 of those churches are pioneer pastor churches, being the first one in the county. And Thai people, these Thai Christians, these first-generation Christians, know what it's like to be without Jesus. And so when we have communion on the first Sunday of each month in these churches, there's not a dry eye in the house because they know what Jesus did for them. They know what it's like to, to have been alone without Jesus, and now they have him. And when we have baptisms, it is not a formal event. We, it is, they just can't contain their joy. And so you'll have people, when, when people are being baptized and they come up out of the water, everyone is singing at the shoreline, and when someone comes up out of the water, they cheer because they can't hold their joy in. One of the churches that you helped to plant a year and a half ago was one of these fourth-generation churches in Ratanabapi uh, County in Nankai Province. 39,000 people in that county, not a single church. There was a woman called Mamuang, who was a Christian that was living in that county, she went to one of our third-generation churches in a different province, had to drive 40 minutes to get to church. And, uh, and when she got there, she asked the pastor if, she could, if they could plant a church by her. And they said, well, how about if we train you in resource, you to start a Bible study in your home, and we'll come, and we'll be with you every step of the way, and we'll send mission teams to do outreaches, including ones like Christmas Child at your place. And so she did. And, uh, and they began off at Mamuang's home, which is on the left and has that covered area that you see. That's the, the old one. It was only a, about two months into it. And when that, there wasn't enough room for everyone to fit underneath there. And you need a covering because it's, it's either very sunny and boiling hot or it's raining. And so they built the, uh, the, the newer overhang on the right. And because of COVID, we were not able to get there until they had been about a year into uh, this church plant, and they have 90 people there, praise God. And so uh, this is made possible by you. And now, because of your donations, Mamuang, next slide, please, Mamuang there, who is standing next to Sherry, uh, she has a scholarship, and she's doing her seminary studies for her Bachelor of Ministry degree. And the third-generation pastors that helped her to plant this church, Pastor Awi and his wife Somsi, and they're there in the blue shirts on the picture on the right, witnessing to a Buddhist monk. They, uh, they are also going to seminary from scholarships that you have provided. Pastor Awi is uh, getting his uh, Master of Divinity degree and Somsi her bachelor's degree. So I just wanna thank you, it is through your prayers that we see a great movement of the Holy Spirit. You have helped over 160 graduates uh, from Bible college and seminary to be serving all over Thailand. I'm gonna give you the update about the Blessing Home Ministries as well as the Abundant Life Financial Training Program. The Blessing Home Centers were begun to um, do the work of saving and protecting vulnerable children from being trafficked in the sex and drug industries, and they are, they are industries. 
Um, when we first went to Thailand, when, like Mike said, we went to start to plant churches, and, and we have. Um, but you know, God reveals things along the way, and he says, and I want you to begin to focus on these things as well and, and, and help to make a dent. And so um, the Blessing Home Centers, uh, we currently have four locations. A fifth is being um, um, brought into full functioning by this coming March, and number six will be by the end of next year. Uh, we, we came to this because it was Thai Christians who brought us to areas like Pattaya and in some parts of Bangkok and other, other communities as well, um, where we just, we just did not realize what, what happens. And this particular picture that you see here, um, it tells us that um, it's not just girls and women that are vulnerable. So um, your prayers are really needed because this is a spiritual issue and it needs um, the intervention of the Holy Spirit and Christ to come and to transform lives, transform minds and hearts as well. We focus on prevention because no child should ever be trafficked. Once children are brought into the trade or youth, um, it is very difficult to get out. And even when someone is brought out, um, it's very likely that they will return. And so again, prevention is, is, um, is of God. Um, Psalm 82 verses three and four says, vindicate the weak and fatherless, do justice to the afflicted and destitute, rescue the weak and needy, deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. Thank you for helping. Um, what the program does is we work in connection with local churches that have been planted, as well as village leaders to identify households where children would be at risk. Um, those would be not only kids living in severe poverty, but if they've been abandoned or orphaned, uh, if there's been a guardian in that household who is a, has been a sex worker or is, um, those, those children in those settings are more vulnerable. Um, there's other factors as well, but um, when we find these households, we know that we are to bring Jesus and the gospel there. When a child cannot be kept safely in a household, then we do work with social workers to do extraction, to help a child be placed in a Christian family, a foster family, and you all help to provide the financial support for that. What we do on a regular basis is get kids in school if they're not, if they are in school, we help to keep them in school. Kids in Thailand are required to go through ninth grade for graduation, but we help them to make sure they can graduate with the 12th grade diploma. And this can make a big difference for their futures. You help to provide uniforms and school shoes. And, and at the picture you see on the left there, that's one of our kids being fitted at one of the Blessing Home Centers. The company actually comes to fit the kids there. Um, we also provide the tutoring for different subjects where we have missionaries as well as our Thai nationals who can do English. English will be provided as well. Sometimes it's other subjects, math, science, sometimes even Thai, uh, so that our kids will thrive and will be able to move forward in life. The most important part, the foundational part, is really to help them to come to know Jesus Christ because he is the one who transforms life. And when they take the gospel into their households, into their community, um, lives are transformed. 
Uh, here's one of the centers on, on the board of Cambodia, some of our kids working. Again, safety, prevention, development, because um, this, is, this is God's plan. This is God's plan for beautiful lives. Uh, we have been blessed to be able to provide scholarships, um, additional scholarships beyond 12th grade for, for a good number of students, again, because of the generosity of folks like you. This is Sapita, one of our first graduates. She's working in a hospital today in the accounting department. Bo, she's on the left holding her research project, which says she has graduated and is now a nurse. And today she is serving as a community health worker. Frame on the right, he's an electrician. We have several young women becoming electricians too. This particular photo, this one, I just, I really wanted to share it. It's, you know, one of those kind of warped looking images and kids were doing a selfie, but it just brought us such joy. Sometimes this is how we feel inside when we see what God is doing. The photo was actually taken by a young woman named Corn. Corn was one of our Blessing Home kids. She never expected to graduate from high school, but she did. And she also received one of those special scholarships and she studied business English and was working in Bangkok. When our missionary that was working and serving in the Nansen Boon uh, Blessing Home Center was coming back home to the States because she was gonna get married, Mike and I were really praying like, Lord, what do you want to have happen here? What we didn't know was that Corn was in Bangkok and she was praying too because she wanted to come home and serve and help the youth in her community. And so she did. And today, Corn is the director of that Blessing Home Center. And here's some of the kids when they were getting ready to do an outing. And today, Corn and those youth are going into a community, a nearby community, and they are planting a church. So God is at work. I'll make this short. The Abundant Life Financial Training Program was established as part of the discipling. You know, God cares about all the parts of our lives, doesn't he? You know, our social life, our family, our careers, what we do in our work. He also, you know, he's also concerned about how we handle the resources he puts in our care, our finances. The Abundant Life Financial Training Program was developed because people in Thailand, our brothers and sisters, were really struggling with debt. Years ago, it became possible for them to borrow money very easily. And paying it back was the difficult part. We had farmers years ago that 58% of them owned their own land, but only right before COVID happened, that rate had dropped down to 15%. It was because of the predatory lending. So the Abundant Life Financial Training Program provides biblically-based training. It helps the churches to establish a savings group with good, good transparency, good accountability, and helps people to establish an emergency fund. It helps them to put God first in their finances. I want you to know it is humbling to tell someone who earns this much, or maybe this much and this much, and the next day none, that God is calling us as his children to put him first in their finances, to tithe. And I will tell you today that that's what our brothers and sisters in Thailand are learning to do. And when God helps with that 10%, when we give that, we're saying, God, I trust you. God, I want to honor you. I want to obey you, and I want to bring you glory. And then he does the miracles, and he helps, to manage, helps us to manage the 90%. We have 
We have brothers and sisters today that are getting out of debt. Who You can see them there. That's their little savings box. They're learning to develop that emergency fund and to get out of debt. And we're seeing marriages healed. We're seeing lives transformed because husbands and wives are getting on the same page in their finances. In Thai culture, um, the, there's kind of this view that if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. So the material, it's not Dave Ramsey. That's all I'm saying. It's designed to fit the culture. And uh, this particular photo, I wish you could have been there because they were just hee-hawing. It was, but it reminded me of Proverbs 31, verse 25. You know, the woman who fears the Lord, Scripture says that she'll be clothed in dignity and strength, and she will laugh without fear of the future. And that is what our people are becoming able to do, our families are becoming able to do. And when we can help individuals, we can help families, we're protecting children. And God is doing this because of his word and because of the Holy Spirit who is in people's lives and hearts. He is transforming them one by one, family by family. I'll close with this young woman and her husband. He's standing on the right, just a funny picture, but they were a couple who came to our province from the north. They came down looking for work. They had none, and they were living on the street. But the church took them in and began to nurture them, helped them to start a little uh, selling breakfast food on the sidewalk every morning, and then they got them in the financial savings group and began teaching them, building them, building principles into their lives and helping them to, to honor God in their finances. Eventually, one day, they said to the young woman, uh, we think you can be an officer in the savings group. And she said, what? <laughs> she said, do you think I can do that? And they said, yes, you can. With Jesus, you can. And so what you see there is her holding the pen because she marks the deposits. And today, this young couple is mentoring others in the churches, helping them to put God first in their finances. I want to invite you as you go forth today, if you would stop at the table. If you don't already have a prayer card, please stop by and get one. And on this particular brochure on the back, there's a prayer guide as well. If you are willing to join us in prayer, and if you're not already seeing the, the receiving the monthly um, prayer blog update, please just sign up, and we will be happy to share with you so that you can pray with, with greater knowledge of what God is doing with our brothers and sisters across the world. Thank you. God bless.